The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Girls Talk Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw Dating, preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Christy Scales, Aisha Morrison, Nicole Hutchison, and Jess Navarez. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Welcome into Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, presented in this SWBC studio. Sorry, today is, it really is seeming like it's... Friday. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is our Friday. This is our Friday, technically. True. Uh, True. Nicole Hutchinson here with Aisha Morrison and Jess Navarez. Ladies, uh, well, I'll just start with. Y'all, I'm getting hyped. You're also right, wearing green. It's Eagles week, y'all. Oh, it's y'all. go time. My <laughs> bad. Ooh, let me my make bad. it. Let, let me make it out here. I wore, I wore green yesterday by accident. It's okay. We're even. <laughs> Jazzy, you playing with me today. <laughs> you playing with me. Y'all, if y'all listening, she called me Betty Boot. I'm weak. <laughs> and then she called Aisha Craig. From Friday. From Friday. <laughs> And then she called Jess a marshmallow. a marshmallow. So Jazzy, our producer right now, is on what the hot seat. Side. What do you do when seat. your producer's out to get you? What do you do? I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have either. to find something because <laughs> we could be beefing. <laughs> 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 Woo! But no, uh, for real, for real, though, like, mm. who's going to be beefing is these Dallas Cowboys and these Eagles. That's the Eagles. Hello? Yes. That's but we're going to talk about it a little bit. But I just want... Oh, thanks. Oh, Jazzy. she's trying to get back on her good side. She's, she's fine. It's not working though. No. Um, but a little bit uh just the mentality that you guys feel this team has heading into this game. I know we uh, all three have been in locker room yesterday and today. So w- what's kind of the mentality do you feel like they have heading into this game? Confident, but not overly confident. Mm-hmm. It's a really even-killed confidence. And what I really like about it is it's not a different kind of confidence than you would feel at any other game before this. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, obviously they know what's at stake with this game. Obviously everybody knows, both teams know, but they're not going into this game thinking of that. It's just mm-hmm. a confidence that we believe in ourselves, not so much they're worried about the, the Eagles in front of them, right? So um, confidence, if I had to put in one word, it's mm-hmm. confidence and not overly eager, not um, overly doing it. A good sense of confidence in the locker room. Now, yeah. what uh, what's what's the theme this year? Carpe, Carpe Omnia. Carpe Omnia sees everything. Mm-hmm. They can't right now. Mm. They can't with this game. They can go take and even if it is just for however long. I mean, to just this late in the season have the opportunity to take um, the lead in the NFC East would be a big thing for them. Um, I think I, I heard uh, that Dak mentioned that this was the best practice. Mm-hmm. This is a, one of the best practices they've had in a while with Mike McCarthy's absence. It's going to be important. They practice in pads today. Mm-hmm. So it also lets you know that they understand some of the physicality is going to be there. Yo, this is – I'm starting to get closer to the weekend. I'm starting to get a little hype. I'm yeah. starting to get a little – so I can only imagine how they feel with the buildup to this game and how important it is for their future. So the, let's just go back to – the the overall theme of the team and it's carpe omnia they can seize everything right here right now that was bars yeah i'm excited spitting bars spitting bars now something that i i i kind of like is what jess said they're confident but not overly confident Mm -hmm. um one thing that i guess one of the media members asked i can't remember who 
um, asked Dak, Dak about um, the San Francisco 49ers loss in week five. Dak goes, we're still back there. Like, y'all panicked. We didn't. You mm-hmm. know, we're six and one since then. Um, and when your quarterback is there with that level of confidence, like, but he's not saying too much. That's yeah. the thing. He's saying just enough. And when your quarterback is thinking like that and has a mindset heading into a game like this, even with, you know, what's at stake, I think that that's, that's something that's pretty important. Yeah, and if you go back and you look at this, the last time these two teams played, mm-hmm. this was, Philly was the game yeah. where we kind of started to see this offense turn a bit. You know, you had the Chargers the week before, they blew them out and they mm-hmm. had a great game. But the Philly game was really, to me, where conceptually I started seeing some things. I was like, oh, okay, they want to get this passing game mm-hmm. going. And we started really seeing it flourish from there. Another piece, too, was that Brandon Cooks wasn't, hadn't been implemented. Mm-hmm. He was yeah, like the last uh, Infinity Stone on the Thanos gauntlet to put in it. Like, <laughs> I am. He's the last... Brandon Cooks. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So to to Dak's point and his confidence, yeah. they this offense has this offense. Offense confidence though. Like that's a good little yeah, yeah. mix of words. This 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 <laughs> offense has a lot of confidence in what they've been able to do yeah. um, during this stretch and how they've improved. And I don't know if they're really proving anything to anybody at this point. They're just going to go out there, play their ball, and um, just continue on this stretch and. Be that confidence mm-hmm. going into the postseason. Mm, do y'all feel like I feel a lot of things today? <laughs> Me Sorry, too. About this game. Me too. Do y'all think that <laughs> this Eagles. Cowboys team is? And I mean, you kind of answered my question that I'm about to go with, but I want to ask just this: Do you feel like this is the same Cowboys team that we saw in Week Nine against the Eagles? I do, but I think you're seeing the pieces come together more for Mm it. Um, I think at that point there was a lot working against them, and I I will always go back to the offensive line. Mm -hmm. Not having your starting offensive line, you really now are seeing what it's capable of doing. You can look back to that point and say how much of the cohesiveness and continuity was missing and how it trickled down through the rest Mm -hmm. of the, uh, the offense. And not only that, but you were still only nine games in to Mm -hmm. a Mike McCarthy play calling sheet that you're just ultimately getting nine reps at nine live game day reps at because you can do it at practice you can do it at training camp all you want game day reps are so much different than anything you can do at practice so really yes he did it during preseason starters didn't play a snap in preseason so you're looking at this he had nine times at that point that's it nine times being the cowboys play caller come day game day Now what you're seeing is you're seeing all of it come together. It was always there. You're just seeing all the right pieces come together. You're seeing confident, cohesive O-line, which in turn trickles back to Dak Prescott to feel Mm -hmm. confident and comfortable in the pocket and... To play his best ball, he doesn't have to play hero ball. He doesn't have to chase the, the, the big explosive plays all the time. He can just do what he's doing right now, which is playing his best football. In turn... Everybody's communicating well. The tight ends are communicating well. Your wide receivers are communicating well. Your running backs are communicating well. You're starting to get more of that run game going, which I think that was a really big difference in mm-hmm. this last game to now. Is they only had 84 yards? Yeah, like that. yeah. It wasn't it wasn't there yet? And yeah. I think nine games into the season, when you had the entire off season without your offensive line. It was expected that you were still going to have growing pains. I'm not making excuses for them. Um, going back to that point, but. Uh, I'm talking. I'm just talking in general. 
there were going to be growing pains with all of the changes this team faced in the offseason, the adversity without your offensive line. Mm -hmm. Now is the time that it's clicking. So just enjoy the ride, guys. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a yeah. great game. Yeah. I, I, uh, to answer, answer your question, mm -hmm. I do think they're different um, at the linebacker position. Mm -hmm. I do believe that Damone Clark and specifically Marquise Bell – as as the seasons go on going on for Marquise Bell, he's mm -hmm. seeing it better, he's reading it better, he's he's explosive. You can just see that the position he's coming to his own with the position. And, and again, he played linebacker in a pinch. I mean, when yeah, I mean, so yeah. him being out there did was Leighton out there last time too when they played Philly. I can't remember, uh, but I, I yeah I think so. But I think it was Trayvon that was not. Yeah. If I'm I'll double check, but well, I'm pretty sure Trayvon was already out at that point. Yeah. Well, to answer your question, I do mm -hmm. think that Trickle the linebacker back. position has gotten better yeah. since you played Philly, and then obviously offensively, yeah, you've gotten you've gotten far better. You've meshed. You just mentioned the offensive line. Well, actually, one of the biggest matchups on the offensive line that I'm looking for is how Terrence Steele Lee responds. Wasn't my bad. I'm Thanks. Sorry no, thank you. I appreciate you. Um, that Terrence Steele and how he responds mm -hmm. after arguably having maybe the worst game of his career against Philly last time. Hassan Reddick really gave them trouble. And if you if you if you remember correctly, Hassan Reddick and those and that hold that was drawn against Terrence Steele when they were late late in that game when yeah. they were trying to go up and score was huge. There was one on um, Tyler Smith and then there was one on Terrence Steele. So mm -hmm. to your point, I do think that the cohesiveness there there with the offensive line has gotten better. They're not getting penalized a whole bunch for holds. Right. It's a lot of the a lot of the penalties are coming on the defensive side of the ball. So yeah, yeah I, I do think this team has found some um, togetherness and they figure some things out and I expect for them to throw some things at Philly similar to some of the stuff that San Fran was able to do against mm -hmm. them because this scheme mm -hmm. can do that now mm -hmm. and has guys to do some of the things that San Fran had some success doing against Philly last week. If I'm not mistaken, that was Tyron's first game back, right? Wait, second game back. It, 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 it don't matter because he the, sure yeah, had, he had, he had sweat and handcuffs. It, so it and was he, either way. And yeah. he is where he is now. Exactly. That yeah. that was kind of where I was um, getting at was that now that you have a whole different Tyron Smith, like vintage Tyron Smith playing alongside with Tyler Smith, go. you know what I'm saying? Like that offensive that. line is just absolutely dominating. But does heading into this week um, fresh off a win like the Seahawks where you were tested in so many different ways, um, and the Eagles, of course, losing against the uh, 49ers in basically opposite way. I know what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? I know what you're saying. They're both Fair. in, like, you know, like the opposite directions for both of them. Cowboys is one of the hottest teams right now in the mm -hmm. NFL. And then the Eagles, you were one of the hottest teams, and then you kind of fold like that to the 49ers. Does it help heading into a game like this with that type of momentum? It can, but I, like. I, I no, we got what you were saying. <laughs> we totally like, yeah, got yeah. <laughs> we're all speaking the same my language because our brain is right there bad. with you. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I think it can help, but I also think it goes back to this team just focusing on where they're at right now. Yeah, and it, it's it, it is just up to them what they do for themselves. Mm -hmm. And um, you're you're going to expect a great play from Philly. That's what they've given all season. All season. <laughs> I know. I know. Not look, look. I wish you could have look, shown her I, face. I wish you could have seen on, when Jazzy. I was watching the game with my boyfriend over the weekend. 
what I was saying about the Eagles. <laughs> it was one word, repeatedly. What? Frauds, <laughs> over and over and over and over again. And, he, and anytime they would do anything, Fraud every time crazy. they would do anything, he's like, let me guess, you're going to say frauds. Yeah, frauds. Because here's the thing, they have been playing... I shouldn't say they've been playing great. They've found ways to win, mm -hmm. and that's what matters the most because look at their record, look at their seating, right? So we can sit here and say all that, but they found ways to win, and they're in a position now where they don't have to rely on other teams to control their postseason destiny. They can do it themselves. Absolutely. And so at the end of the day, the Cowboys couldn't do that, and they're in their position now to, you know, they have to win out, and they're in a position where they can take control starting this week. So... Um, to answer your question, I really I think the progression has just been where it needs to be for this team to to win. Yeah, it's important. Um, I do think that Philly's response and kind of uh, keep my ears low to the ground with the Philly folks and some of those, they're, they're looking for the response from this team. They're really looking mm -hmm. at how they come out. And the same way I think we were yeah. when the Cowboys got stomped by the 49ers were yeah. – what changes are you going to make? What's going to happen? Now, the difference is, is that that was early in the season for the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Philly is having to make this adjustment and look themselves in the mirror and see if they can go toe-to-toe -to -toe yep. pretty late in the season. So some of their adjustments might be a little bit less, um, I don't know, extreme because how much can you change yeah. what you've done all season? We mm -hmm. also are kind of seeing the difference in philosophies and stuff like that. I think it kind of got understated. The OC change, the mm. DC change mm. for Philly. And so their scheme and things are different. And that's where you see some of the confusion. I know we're going to get to it. We see some yeah. of the confusion from their defense, you see some of the stagnant um, play from their offense and some of the uncertainty. They are in a place, too, where I believe that this is this game's important to them mm -hmm. um, as far as keeping the, keeping they have controlled their own destiny. But Bay Bay. They lose on Sunday. Mm -hmm. It's oh, not that they still don't control it. The train is off the track. Yeah, absolutely. It's choo not choo. that they don't still control it, but it also, but they they have to stay the course because if people are starting to find chinks in their armor mm -hmm. this late in the season, it could it could shake up some things. And which happens. The, yeah, which happens. Yeah. Even to the best of teams. Bebe, are y'all forgetting the Cowboys last year? This <laughs> nah, time? Nah. We didn't know what the offense was. Let's keep it a buck. Like, we didn't know what the offense was. I remember we were uncertain. We were like, mm, are they really... Are they really what we thought they were? Yeah. They still were number one in scoring and all that stuff. But you saw that defenses were starting to figure out mm -hmm. how mm -hmm. to defend the Cowboys' offense last year. How to neutralize and, the run. And it was yeah. very – absolutely. And just like Philly, they're starting to show chinks. They've given up over 120 yards on the ground the last two mm -hmm. weeks. Listen, their response and how they come out in this game, it doesn't matter – if the Cowboys win and Philly wins, it doesn't matter. I think I really do think that people still are going to be looking at them schematically mm -hmm. and asking some questions yeah. about what they're going to be going into the postseason. So, for me, I just think the Cowboys just got to come out and play their football. They play really well at home. They average over 40 yards a, a game. They get turnovers at home, which was a huge difference in the last time they played Philly mm -hmm. is that they could not reel in those turnovers. We'll see how things go on Sunday. All right. Well, we're going to take our first break, and then we'll come back and break down some Eagles, Cowboys, game stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> Barnacles. <but> uh, <laughs>
Never mind, my bad. Um, we're gonna go ahead and take our first break. You're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled to perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby. The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Football and Dance Camps presented by Invisalign. Don't miss your chance to learn from the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and former NFL players at AT&T Stadium on December 22nd and 23rd. Oh, I didn't breathe there for a second. <laughs> Celebrate the holidays with the Cowboys. Register today at dallascowboys.com slash camps. I got really excited. I stopped breathing. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. I'm sorry. It's going to be a lovely... I can't really breathe through my nose. It's, it's a little windy outside if y'all don't live in the area. <laughs> my allergies are allergying. It's okay. Oh, my goodness. Aisha, fix your face. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. All right. Well, we got some good news today, y'all. <laughs> we got some we good did. news. We did. Uh, reports say that we can expect Mike McCarthy back in the building tomorrow. Sorry, what a to, warrior. Yeah, no, seriously. Acute appendicitis. I, I really didn't know what that was until I looked it up yesterday. I've seen Painful. people, have never I've had seen it, so people have it happen while we're overseas. It was not Ooh. a good day. The fact that he came in and just thought it was like a stomach issue <laughs> and like yeah. it was nothing. And I was like, oh, <laughs> it's my appendix. That's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. his presence is... Definitely He's a play- yeah, I mean, and, and, I, and I do believe that Brian Schottenheimer and those gentlemen yeah. have the, they've coached before, they're able to, and these are some grown men out here, they know oh, how yeah. to run practice, they know how to do all that stuff, but implementing the game plan and him still being a part of the preparation, mm-hmm. I think is still going to be important. I, d- I think it does help that you are familiar with this team, yep. and that Philly has not um, changed a lot since week nine. Spoiler alert. But, uh, yeah, very happy to hear that <laughs> M.M. is okay and um, that he's going to be back. And, I, I, like I said, I do believe it's important that he's here because he's the play caller now, mm-hmm. and he's the one doing the install. <clears throat> Sounds like they installed on Monday, Tuesday, uh, kind of mm-hmm. early in the week, so him being out isn't as, like, detrimental, but really yeah. just his presence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It matters. It matters, right? So having him back tomorrow will be nice. Yeah. It's also funny how Schottenheimer was talking about him this morning, like, all he's talking about is football or or Pittsburgh, and he said today I didn't talk to him long enough that he got to talk about Pittsburgh, uh, where where he's from. Like, you know, from anesthesia Pittsburgh. or something. And uh, a little loopy. 
Uh, no, that's just the two things he talks about. Apparently, it's shoddy. Mm. Pittsburgh and football. Yeah, he said it comes. It's football first, and then Pittsburgh. He's like, unfortunately, today I didn't talk to him long enough that we got to the Pittsburgh part of the conversation. <laughs> just talked about football. I'm crying. Well, but that's also funny because cool. Dan Quinn um, said yesterday, jokingly in the press conference. Do you think this Irish man is going to miss this game? Yeah. I didn't know that Mike McCarthy was Irish. Yeah, she texted me. <laughs> well, yeah. I said, he Irish? Yeah, I didn't know that either, but I, was, I thought it was funny because, I mean, I didn't expect him to miss that game. He would have been... He, I, I don't know, but he wasn't missing that game. No, he's not missing He's not this missing game. It. It's too big of a game. Yeah, for sure. Um, as we go through the Eagles' little uh, injury report... Oh, is it out? The injury report is out for today. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Spare us. <laughs> Thursday, um, the most, hmm, I'd say, what? Nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were about to say mimosas. No. Thursday, Zach Cunningham, their (laughs) linebacker, was limited. That's key to look out for. That's big. That's big. Um, Well, Dallas Goddard was full participant, so I can expect him to be on Sunday. Yeah, Yeah. definitely big. Um, Julio Jones did not participate. Darius Slay did not participate. Jack Stoll. Is it Stoll or Stall? Darius Slade didn't participate today. Mm-mm. He did not participate today, so well. that's another key. <laughs> well, that's he didn't participate he in uh, yesterday either. Because he, uh, he is a veteran, so yesterday I was like, <laughs> oh, it's a veteran rest day. Yeah. But, but on today, Thursday? Unless he's trying to pull a tyrant, but, you know. Could be. Uh, no. Need not forget how physical San Fran plays. Like, need not forget that's they're true. coming off of a game from San Fran. <laughs> I'm sure they're hurting a little bit. He didn't. He didn't want to tackle out there anyway, though. Mm. I'm just. But I'm. But you're right. I'm. That's saying. That's key. Yeah. And um, the Zach Cunningham, him being limited, that sounds like he's trending worse, trending uh, towards playing. Mm-hmm. I will say, keep my ears low down to the ground. Um, that's something that the Philly folks are betting on. Zach Cunningham, out of all their linebackers, they believe is their best coverage linebacker. Mm. So him being able to come back <clears throat> is something that is going to be important, and I just expect for Jake Ferguson to look him in the face and say, I don't care. Yeah, in the last, in week nine, we're just comparing here, Cunningham had 10 combined total tackles, one tackle for loss, one pass deflection. Mm -hmm. Uh, He led the Eagles defense in uh, combined total tackles. Yes, he's important. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that, Joseph. He's he's, he's important to them. I just want to point out, Damone Clark had 11, but... Mm. I just want to say that, you know. Love that. 11. Thanks, Jesse Jess. Now this offense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This offense. You kind of mentioned Jake Fergie Ferg. Absolutely. Uh, What do you want to see from him on Sunday? Because he's going to have a big test. He showed some... uh, some dog in him. He's been showing some dog in him though all season long though. But mm-hmm. I think last week we really saw a different side of him. Mm-hmm. How much more are we going to need from him on uh, Sunday? Honestly, um, <clears throat> last time the Cowboys played Philly, this was uh, Jake Ferguson's best mm-hmm. game of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, he was targeted mm, ten, times. ten times for seven receptions, ninety-one yards. He averaged thirteen yards uh, a. <clears throat> catch which is was huge and he just really attacked that offense he just well that defense rather um Cowboys used him in several situations but his his physicality man I believe is what is the difference with him people don't want to tackle him why would you he's huge yeah yeah. I mean we see them and absolutely we see them in the locker room and that's gonna 
say that. The yak yardage in this game, you saw how much San Fran took advantage of the mm-hmm. Eagles. We know that Ferg is a guy that can break a couple of tackles and get you some yardage on um, big plays, but also, too, we talk about Philly's linebackers. Yeah, they're getting Cunningham back, but they struggle in coverage. And so you can catch them with some bad angles. You can catch them cutting up field. So I think that Jake Ferguson is going to be very important to what they want to do. I'm curious to see what Philly does because they're going to have to make some business decisions. Because are you going to bracket CD? I hope not, Mm -hmm. because if you do, you're leaving Brandon Cooks open. Are you going to devote yourself to stopping Jake Ferguson? Because if you do that, which we are seeing teams start to, their teams are starting to be like, hey, this 87 dude, we can't just leave him out there like that. So Philly's secondary is going to have to make some business decisions on what they want to do. But I expect for Ferg to to get busy, maybe do some things in the screen game. We saw some of that. <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, but yeah, this is this is a big game for him, and I expect for him to show up. Okay. What's some offensive things that you feel like this Cowboys team should try to do a little differently from the start? Get oh, oh, score early. <laughs> score early. Mm-hmm. Make a touchdown. Actually, hold on. Let me rephrase that. <clears throat> Make a touchdown on the first drive. You have that ball. Oh goodness. I'm, no, I'm, I say right. I say it every week, but this is the week you have to do it. Yeah, you have to do it. You the moment that this Eagles team and you saw it in the 49ers game feels the pressure that you're going to take that ball down and they keep doing it over and over and over. They got deflated fairly quickly in the second quarter against the 49ers who had an awful first quarter. Mm-hmm. So, again, you find little holes, little little. What would how'd you describe it earlier? But. Chinks in the armor. in the armor. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you find that. That's a big one. And score early, go down the field early. And really, that's my only gripe with this with this offense is that Mm -hmm. it it almost seems like they take a second to kind of get going. And I I, want to see that eliminated. And you just go from the get go. And then you put yourself in a good position ahead of the half. And then come out of the half and you're stronger and you make those in-game adjustments if needed. That's really my only complaint about this offense is I want to see the quicker starts. Yeah. A few things I am looking for with them is to to not force the run game but be efficient. Because if you go back and look at the yeah. San Fran game, San Fran came out and they wanted to run the ball. Let me tell you something. That Those three hams uh, in the middle of Philly's defense, uh, Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, and Fletcher Cox, when they're early in games, they can be <clears> – <throat> really explosive coming off the line and causing your interior some trouble. So Ty- mm. Tyler Smith, Tyler Biotish, Zach. and Zach Martin are yeah. going to have to play really stout to start this game. But like I was saying, I, as far as the run game goes, it really depends on how you decide to run to run the ball because what uh, San Fran did, they just really put them in a blender in a way mm. with the motions and the misdirection and, and traps and, and slips and with the tight ends and stuff like that, which is why I think that Ferg can have a big day. But they attacked the edges. They stretched the edges. and they, they Yeah, they stretched the edges, and they um, they made sure that those edges, that those flying edges like Sweat mm-hmm. and Reddick, were, they were running at them. They were tiring them out. And I think that's what you have to do against um, DTs like Philly, where running at them is just going to, I mean, it can be beneficial, but making them run yeah, is what's side, absolutely, yeah. is what's going to help you in the long run. So I'm looking for um, dump-off passes, screens, things like that from this run game. Not mm-hmm. so much just power on power. Misdirection, motion. Obviously, the Cowboys have adopted more motion and more of that. Honey, 
these linebackers and safeties are so undisciplined with their eyes. If you catch, they, they and again, we talk about the scheme, talk about some of the changes in coaching, their communication in the secondary, in the linebacking core, it really suffers communication-wise. Um, and so for me, I'm looking at them running the, running the ball efficiently in different ways, motion, um, and really getting those guys off kilter, having their eyes look one way, and play action is to me the way that you start off this offense. Mm -hmm. I know you want to go at the pass. It, and that's what San Fran did. They said, you know what, baby, this run game ain't, this ain't cutting it. Yeah. So they passed to open up the run because mm -hmm. obviously Philly's strength is their defensive line. That's yeah. the strongest part of their, their team. So why would you just go at it, go at it, go at it, go at it efficiently and in a smart way to okay. start the game? I like that. For last time, I'm looking at the stats from uh, the last time the Cowboys played the Eagles. The Cowboys were 6 of 15 on third down. Yeah. Uh, we know the Eagles are, they pride themselves in extending plays, ex extending drives. Um, how big will that third down really come into play when it comes to the Cowboys? Well, on both sides. On both sides, really. Mm -hmm. Well, Philly currently. <clears throat> crazy enough, ranks last in the NFL on third down mm -hmm. defense. Mm -hmm. So, and when the Cowboys played them before, I do believe that they were a little bit higher in the ranks at that point. So, the Cowboys offense will have the opportunity to continue to stay on the field, stay above the sticks, and, and make plays. But, but the... Um, but the Philly offense, we talked about it. You just got to treat first and second down like it's your last. Mm -hmm. Don't put them mm -hmm. in third and manageable, manageable situations because they look at third and fourth down as, like, extra opportunities. They yeah. don't care. Yeah. So to keep them uh, behind the sticks early is going to be important. And if you do get in third down situations, to force the issue, disguise some looks, you know, throw some different things at them, maybe rush somebody up the A and B mm -hmm. gap and see what happens. So, yeah. I also think it's uh – what we've seen a lot of the season is how <coughs> aggressive Mike McCarthy is willing to be when it comes to fourth down. Mm -hmm. And so that, that could also be a factor in this game that it's not necessarily a battle of third down because you could get caught in some third down situations if they stuff you back. I'm interested to see if Mike McCarthy keeps on that progression because, again, we're assuming he's on the right track to come mm -hmm. back because that's what we're hearing <coughs> um, to be at the game on Sunday. So I'm... I'm interested to see the aggression on fourth downs from the play calling um, and the analytics side of things because uh. Mike McCarthy has been fearless in that mm -hmm. and sometimes it's scrutinized. But when you're matching that aggression <clears throat> to what you know the Eagles are going to do, yeah. I kind of I can't be mad at that, though. Baby, I yeah. don't want to be in fourth down. Please pass yeah, me on, either. I'm not gonna lie. Pass I mean, on first down, please. Yeah, no. <laughs> They're bad at it. Like, please. <laughs> say that louder. They're bad at no, it. No, not the first word. Not the Pass on first down, please, <laughs> because they. they are you hope, are you hoping that McCarthy here? It's you? giving some ASMR right Somebody, now. Somebody, they're passing defense. Pass on first down. Their passing defense <laughs> is hurting. Yo, hurt pain. <laughs> you look like one of those TikTok people that are like on ASMR, like doing all the weird things. Light them up. <laughs> no, I, I I like the word aggressive. Mm -hmm. Um. And not just on fourth down, but throughout this whole game, because the yeah. last time that um, the Cowboys played them, I mean, you got some guys involved, but not enough. Yeah. Um, and we saw over the last couple of weeks how maybe Brandon Cooks is getting like seven, eight, nine targets. You know, you're seeing Jake Ferguson get eight, nine. But in last, what was that, week nine? Mm-hmm. 
C.D. Lamb, 16 targets. Jake Ferguson, 10. But you see Brandon Cooks with two. It's important. Tony Pollard, five carries. Uh, and I'm sorry, my bad. Tony Pollard, five targets. He had 12 carries. Um, Michael Gallup, only three targets. I mean, he... he Kevontae Turpin only one target. That's You're not he seeing, got knocked out. Well, yeah, not got mm-hmm. knocked out, Unfortunately. but uh, and then Luke Schoomaker one target. So I think the amount of balance that mm-hmm. we have yeah. as far as ball distribution will be important as well because yeah. we've seen that and how it's paid dividends for this team over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, you even go back to Week Eight, which was against mm-hmm. the Rams, and it's very similar to that. Um, let's see, Ceedee Lamb had 14 targets. Yeah. B. Cooks only had four. Fergie only had four, MG only had three, Turp only had two, mm-hmm. um, and so on and so forth as you go down. But I think that's a big plus going into this mm-hmm. game is that the Cowboys have figure, figured out how to give somebody a little bit of everything when it calls for it. Yeah. They, they know what the look calls for, and they go for it. And so, again, I think this goes back to the unselfishness of this team and, and a very stacked wide receiver room yeah. to understand um, – you know, that maybe you're not getting the ball, but it's winning you games that other people are getting it at times that you know you want it, but for the greater good, mm-hmm. you know what you're working towards. Yeah, and to add on to that, Jess, with this team, with this secondary and these linebackers, mm-hmm. let me tell you something. They didn't want to tackle last week. <laughs> they could not get off of blocks down the field. The, the whole secondary could not get off of blocks to tackle. So for me, when you talk about the wide receivers, the ball distribution and everything, yes, I agree with you. I think Brandon Cooks is, should be far more involved. Obviously, Ferg will yeah. be involved. Kevontae Turpin um, had a big TD. He actually had mm-hmm. a big TD in that game coming back yeah. from the injury. Getting those gentlemen more involved is going to make a difference. But what they do when they don't have the ball in their hands mm. is also going to make a difference. Because for the 49ers, one of the dopest things about them, <laughs> one of the dopest <laughs> things about them is the fact that it's always all hands on deck with them. And their receivers are so willing to get out and block downfield. That's why they have these big yak plays. Yeah. That's why it's difficult to tackle them because they have <clears throat> guys that are willing to sacrifice their bodies for other guys to get uh, opportunity. So I'm also looking for these receivers to be willing blockers and to get out there and block downfield because Jess mentioned the magic word earlier, yak. And mm-hmm. that is such a huge part of what I think this Dallas offense is going to have to do as well is the yards after catch could be huge as well for them because Philly is having trouble consistently tackling. And I, I do think they are a little banged up mm-hmm. um, from this past game. But also, too, <clears throat> building up to that point, they were a little beat up as well. Yeah, some and maybe even like kind of do a little be more creative and maybe get like a lineman out there and block. Because I know sometimes they use Kelsey mm-hmm. uh, to go out there and Make some uh, make some blocks just to kind of give them some yeah. extra yeah. Yak where they yards come well. around and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, San Fran did some things like yeah. that, mm-hmm. getting up on their linebackers, mm-hmm. getting up on these safeties, and putting them in bad spots. Yeah, yeah. The athleticism of your offensive line could definitely come into handy in a game like this. I agree for sure. All right, ladies, let's go ahead and take our second break. You're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation. So you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. 
Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. electrifying event of the holiday season Cowboys Christmas extravaganza powered by Reliant every Friday and Saturday night through December 16th Cowboys Christmas extravaganza ignites the star in Frisco with an unforgettable holiday performance showcasing 65 performers including the world-renowned Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders Santa Claus and appearances from your favorite Dallas Cowboys heroes visit the stardistrict.com for more information <laughs> all right bet <laughs> I'm laughing at Nick Bosa Oh, it's okay. all over Twitter right now. It's kind of he gave up. He so obviously the 49ers the Cowboys beating Philly could help them out because they're oh, the chomping at the bit for the number 1 seed. Mm-hmm. We don't want that. However, um he talked about basically the blueprint and just kind of how they played Philly mm-hmm. and what they did and we talked about this the other day is that they rushed contain, which means yeah. they're not getting too far upfield. They're getting in, um, they got into Jalen Hurts' kind of blind spots and just sat there. Mm-hmm. They, it wasn't just super aggressive getting upfield because he'll take advantage of that and run straight through the <clears> middle <throat> or step up in the pocket and make passes or escape to the outside. They contained him yeah. and made him have to um, stand in the pocket and make passes downfield as they drop guys in coverage. But what they also did, once, what you'll notice on film, is that the rush gets to him and he starts looking at it. He's not looking downfield. He's looking at these humans in front of him. And so Bosa was just saying, like, we put the blue pin out there if you guys want to <laughs> take it. Like, first of all, I mean, we could, but it's just, I think that might be their approach the Cowboys take. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, you got to have the linebackers to do it. So yeah. your linebackers yeah. got to play well. But I just thought it was funny because mm. Bosa, we see what you're doing. We don't. We see what you're doing. We don't <laughs> trying to expose them. No, 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 no. He's he's he. They would love for the Cowboys to be. Yeah, for they sure. want the number because one. They seed. want the number one yeah. seed. Of course and they do. Yuck. I mean, man. Oh, I know. I'm torn a little bit. I'm like, Oof. here's. A, it's a little early to talk about playoff scenarios mm. and situations, right? It's but, not. Really. But we got four games. I'm about to say. It's about well, to I'm just saying. Orders. I'm just saying. Taking it one week at a time mm. with that approach. You're I'm just right. saying. I would love nothing more than the Cowboys to slay their dragons come mm. postseason. Ah, uh, same, same. And same. I'm gonna leave it at that. Same, same, same. Mm. All right. Oh, uh, quick question. Sorry, you had mentioned you had something on the defense. Oh yeah, line. yeah, what yeah. You kind of noticed. So, 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 so I was looking. <laughs> right. And um, Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, we know that Fletcher Cox, was he full today on the injury report? Because I know he was dealing with a hamstring. He was full participant. Big deal. That's important. Um, But I was just looking at their defensive tackle depth. 
and just kind of how things are starting to turn for them in run defense wise and kind of I looked at three games and in the second half of these games you see teams finding some success running the ball and I was wondering kind of why but I think it does have to do with the depth I do think it has to do with the lack of consistent depth that they have I think they have Milton Williams Moro I cannot Ajomo. yeah Moro. yes and then I cannot <laughs> say his name and I don't want to mention Tia Pelotu? That's I think that's I it. I think that's how you say Sounds it, right? Tia Pelotu. They Pelotu. have him as well. And I'm not these gentlemen can play, but they're not like the first three mm-hmm. the first three guys. And you know, on the opposite side, I think the Cowboys have DTs that can come in and there's not a huge drop off and yeah. what they're able to do. I, I do believe that you are starting to see some wear and tear from those young gentlemen. Uh, Jalen mm-hmm. Carter, it's very normal for guys to hit kind of a rookie wall coming out their rookie year and yeah. to start. And he's still playing good ball, but I noticed in the second half of games he's getting turned mm-hmm. a little bit more. And you can there are rush lanes opening up in the middle of that defense. Um, same with Jalen Carter. Mm-hmm. So when these guys aren't... When these guys, towards the third, fourth quarter, if you're wearing on them, you can start to see some of that open up. And I was just looking at it. I was just looking at why their why their defensive line is starting to give up these big runs, these big chunk runs later in the game. I think it has a lot to do with experience, which is why I believe Fletcher mm-hmm. Cox is important. But I do think it also is important because of their rotation of guys that they have. Maybe they don't feel like they can get the same level of play yeah. from those other gentlemen. So they're playing the bulk of the snaps. Yeah. Yeah. And you can start seeing it later in games. So maybe something for the Cowboys to, to take, take advantage. advantage of is where it's like, yeah, we're going to pass to open up the run. And later in the game, you're so tired from running and chasing us that we can run the ball um, effectively to close the game. Ooh, and that's not something you want to see at this mm-hmm. point of the season. The depth not showing up. Yeah, and, and again, it's not to me, it's not yeah. necessarily their fault. That's why depth is so important. Yeah. That's why all that stuff is so important. And with Fletcher Cox, he's probably the best. I mean, Jalen Carter's a player, but the run defense from him is he's one of the best because he yeah. reads it so well. He's like right. the, he's like Hankins for us. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to point that out. It was something that I noticed and I think it can be important in this game. I have a question. Mm-hmm. It, what? <laughs> If the Cowboys win this game, mm-hmm. would you consider this team to be an elite team? Yeah. E-word is... I don't play <laughs> with that E-word. Well, I think, they, <laughs> I think they've been playing at an elite level. The quarterback has. Right. Mm. I think the quarterback has. Right. I think if they do win this game, then the, the offense is by far one of the best offense in the NFL, top three. But the quarterback, if he go out there and... I mean... I mean, here's the thing, though. You look past the NFC and you just look at the NFL alone right now. The Cowboys are at the top of most of those lists. Yeah. Uh, top five. Absolutely. Top five. Six, if you're being greedy. Mm-hmm. Um, you are one of the most elite teams across the NFL right now. With, True. with how rosters are stacked on other teams, with how things have fallen for other teams, especially with the amount of quarterback injuries that you've seen so far this season. Mm-hmm. That's impacted a lot of teams. Um more than you ever want to see in one season, if ever. Um, when you're at the top of that conversation and the top of those lists, you are one of the most elite teams in the NFL right now. Um, the only people that can defeat them, the only team that can defeat them is themselves at this point. They have everything they need. Just got to continue to grow off of it and uh, start Sunday. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. When I say elite... Which I think they have the potential to be elite. 
I think of 49ers. Yeah, man. They, <laughs> they when I think of elite, I think of they're also elite. The Dolphins. Yeah. I think of the Dolphins. You're crazy. They have elite talent. They have elite right. talent. I'm sorry. They have right. elite talent, which matters. Some, yeah, it matters. Um, I think of those two teams and the Ravens. I think the Ravens. I forgot. What are they? Nine and three. Their defense is, is ridiculous. Crazy. Ridiculous. Mm. Lions. What the like? The Texans came out what? of nowhere too. Yeah, but they ain't there. Uh, I'm not saying they're elite. They I'm just it. saying <laughs> they'll get there. I, they gonna get there. I'm though. just saying though, the up. amount of jump that that oh, Texans for sure. team has taken in the last for year. For sure. Impressive. For sure. But when I think of elite the teams that I just mentioned is who I'm thinking of. I think the Cowboys will be considered elite once they actually do this in the postseason. Oh, for sure. Well, I'm not going to put that on them. They ain't going to put that evil on them, Ricky Bobby. I think so. <laughs> well, because, because I... I Sorry. No, 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 no. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, no go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 you're right. like. Well, no. I mean, I'm not saying that they cannot be elite. You know mm. what I'm saying? I just want them to, of course, win these games in the regular season. But you got to do that in the postseason too. And I think this next, this next, this next little gauntlet yeah. of play of teams they're going to play should put them in that mm-hmm. conversation True. and also give us a lot of confidence that they can go do it um so i mean yeah i agree with you there but i, I definitely like just said i want to enjoy the ride oh yeah for and sure to not um put so much i, I just i it's unfair i yeah. find it unfair to them sometimes it's like it's so much that's contingent mm-hmm. on the playoffs and but we get it we get it but this what a grand opportunity to go show what you're yeah. what mm-hmm. you're capable of in this next few games if yeah. not now then when, when? because you have to also look at the one-year contracts that you have within this team right now which is stefan gilmore Talk brandon cooks you have tyler biotish on a contract year tony pollard's on a franchise tag you have so many moving parts that you might not be able to retain in the offseason jonathan mm. hankins another one true you have so many moving parts and it's just kind of the fact of football, your roster doesn't look the same year to year. They it could be similar, mm-hmm. but your roster will not be what it is now, and you need to Take carpe advantage. omnia, seize everything while you can this season, and do it now while you have that talent around you. Well, also, Diggy oh. Zua. The, mm. Also, Diggy I noticed it was very weird because Jason Kelsey is that guy. Yeah. But, man, <laughs> there were times against San Fran that they were getting interior pressure mm-hmm. looking for Osa y'all mm. like what year is this is this this isn't a contract year for Osa too I don't I don't think so. no I let think me, he has one more I think he has one more year but yeah I mean he's becoming one of the better DTs in this game and I really feel like I don't know if we were gonna get there yet but that's my mm. that's my guy to watch yeah. This game. I think he could be huge in this game if he can get interior pressure. Okay. Well, we actually got time, time's up. Sorry, 446. I'm sorry. No, y'all. that's okay. Time he he does have today. one more year in his one contract, year? by the way. Next okay. year. Next right. year. Mm. Osa, Osa, Osa. Well, let's hopefully enjoy the ride and hopefully enjoy a win on pod Sunday. Picks. Oh, what's the pod pick, Jazzy? Because you ain't say nothing. We're going to find out. Oh, score prediction. Oh, goodness. Why are you looking at me? The score, score prediction. Um, <laughs> <laughs> last time was 28-23. Eagles. I'm going to go. Oh, oh, I got this. I'm going to go 34-27, Cowboys. Barnacles. Mm-hmm. I was going to go. I'm going to go 35-20. 
23. I feel the safety in my spirit. I'm going... Oh, I love that. I'm going 38 Cowboys. Another Sam Williams safety. 38? 38 Cowboys. All right. 35 Eagles. I will throw up. They better not give up 35 at home again. (laughs) Did you say you will throw up? I will I will throw up if they give up 35 at home again. <laughs> Defense better get their life together. Well, I think they're going to be in for a battle, but the oh, Cowboys are going to come out look, on top. Look, 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 let's, let's make Aisha feel better. Let's say two or 12 of those points <laughs> come from two Duran Bland pick sixes. <laughs> that make you feel better? That hurt me. <laughs> they better not give up 35 again. She took that personal. Nicole, what would you do? Well, on that note. I think it's time to wrap this show up. We gotta run. We gotta go. You have been watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll see y'all next week. Bye, guys. (laughs) This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?